1: There comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision.
2: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. You first, pal. You first. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's Monday and I hate everything. Seven minutes after nine, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. five nine nine5555 that was that little booger Dr Fauci. A little booger wooger wooger we'll talk about what a lion sack of crap he is a little, little later on also I just saw in Kimberly and Esteban I forgot to mention anything about this on Friday that mayor Nuremberg uh, Chris has blocked Drake uh, for not including the Spurs in his new clothing line celebrating NBA championship winners Ron no one cares 21059955555 I do have another uh, sporting story this was I you know my wife has this amazing laugh it's just a, it's an infectious laugh when she really starts laughing it just puts a smile on your face and uh I guess it was uh I think I, I can't remember if it was yesterday morning or Saturday morning I guess it must have been yesterday morning and I'm getting I'm getting up and I'm getting ready she's still in bed and I hear her laughing her ass off and she's watching this this video of the NASCAR guy, Brandon Brown. And he's at Talladega Speedway. And he won a race. I don't follow that NASCAR. I don't know much about it. I know it's really fast cars making a big left turn. And uh, and he won, right? And as Trey, Trey knows a lot about it, obviously, having been a, a race car driver. And he's like, this guy was kind of an underdog. Nobody expected him to win this race. And so he's being interviewed on NBC. Do we have the audio from that still? Uh, by uh, NBC Sports reporter Kelly Stavist. and and he starts talking, but then you can hear the crowd in the background. Do we have that? Let's go ahead and take a listen.
3: Unbelievable
4: moment, Brandon. You also told me <laughs> you can hear the chants from the
1: the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) You told me you were going to kind of
2: hang. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. I got to hear the uncut version on Sunday morning. Blank Joe Biden. You know what's funny? And I guess more of the college games, the college football games, they were doing that again. Uh, You know what's so funny about that is that it has its own rhythm and cadence. You know what I mean? It's unmistakable. That chick tries to uh, cover it up because, you know, that's, that's broadcast TV, man. You can get in trouble with that little old FCC by letting the F-bomb uh, ring out on uh, on NB Puke. And so she tried to cover it up, saying, oh, look, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. And he's like, no, nope. <laughs> that's not what they're saying. Blank Joe Biden. You know, it, it, it's things are really getting heated, uh, heated up here in this country right now. And, uh, you know, I think the blank Joe Biden thing is hilarious. Who's the guy from Stained? Uh he's a conservative guy. What is it what is his name? Aaron Lewis. And he's been getting uh, his audiences to start chanting this stuff. You know, people are pissed off, man. And I, don't, I don't care what you're talking about, whether it's the economy or it's the border. You know, we're gonna have a we got a million people we got a, a million people we could be looking at coming into this country. Uh Greg Abbott, our governor, has uh, ordered twenty five hundred National Guardsmen down to the Texas border in preparation for this huge caravan that's on its way. So you got the border crisis, you got Fauci now talking about Christmas. And we'll get into that uh, in, a, in a little bit where, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to have Christmas. We still got the COVIDs. Um, there are shortages of substitute teachers out of New York. There's shortages of medical people because they're getting fired. And if the people who are being pulled in, the National Guardsmen who are being pulled in to uh, take the place of the fired medical professionals out of New York City, New York State, are, they, they themselves don't have to be vaxxed. So all these folks who got fired for not being vaxxed will be, uh, subbed by people who don't have to be vaxxed until next year. The economy is sucking every day. Things are costing more, and you're noticing it, and I'm noticing it. And all this has transpired in ten months since Joe Biden was sworn into office. Blank Joe Biden, blank Joe Biden. You know, and people are waking up to how bad stuff is right now. And uh, you know, we spent a, a goodly amount of time on the Ware and Ryma show from seven to nine Monday through Friday. Talk or Monday, uh, uh, yeah, seven to nine Monday through Friday talking about you know it's a slow moving takeover of the country and it's a communist takeover of the country you create instability you demoralize the population you pit people against each other you want lots of crime uh, you want lots of folks coming in across the border in our current situation a lot of the instability is being caused economically uh through illegal immigration through covid in a sense, you have to crash the old system over time to bring about the changes that you want and to turn it into a fascist state. And there are a lot of people who, you know, especially economically, when it starts hitting you in the wallet, two things, and I, this is what I think. Maybe I'm wrong. You can tell me, call me up and tell me I'm wrong. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. When it comes to people's health and when it comes to their finances... That's when people start paying attention. People who maybe ordinarily would not be paying as close attention to the affairs of the world or the affairs of this country, current events and all that stuff. When they start to suffer economically or health wise, in my opinion, that's when they start waking up. Third thing I would say when crime starts, you know, going off the charts. Again, it, all this stuff gets personal right there's all kinds of people who are already pissed off and want to form militias and go down the border because they're they they do funnel things very closely and they're patriots and they believe in the constitution and they believe in the institutions and the system uh, of this country and they can already see what's going on and they're really royally pissed off because you're treading on them right but as far as the other segments of the population who don't normally follow things very closely, when it starts affecting them economically, when it starts affecting their ability to, ability to make medical choices, and I believe when it starts, when crime, things like crime begin to affect them directly, it becomes very, very personal and people start waking up and they start getting angry. And I think that's what you're seeing with the blank Joe Biden thing. Because you can't tell me at every football game and in Talladega the other night and every one of these concerts, you can't tell me that everybody who is out there chanting blank Joe Biden is a white conservative Christian. You know what I mean? In order to pull that chant off, you got to have a whole bunch of people doing it. And I maybe I'm wrong. You can call me up and tell me. But uh, my sense is that uh, because things are so bad on so many different levels, A lot of folks are starting to wake up to how bad things really are and the crappy direction in which we're heading. And they're not happy, man. The morons, no. Uh, The morons like these idiots, these pukes who chase that senator, that Democratic senator, uh, into the bathroom, okay, those are morons. We, Right, Chris, uh, scientifically, science, scientists who do science, have identified those people as what we call morons. And the moron crowd are going to willingly walk into their own oppression and have no idea. They'll have a big sanctimonious grin on their faces as you lock the cage door behind them. Okay, You're never going to wake those people up. Why? Because they're stupid. They're stupid, and they want the government to take care of them, and blah, blah, blah. And they want their little selfies on Facebook, and they want their stupid little videos where they're going after senators or politicians or what have you because it makes them feel like a badass for a few minutes. But they're morons. And morons are easily oppressed. But a lot of other people who aren't morons are waking up to this stuff, and that's that's just my sense of things. You can call me up and let me know if you, you agree or disagree. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll go ahead and take a little break. Uh, it's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News talk five fifty KTSA and FM one oh seven one. Oh man. Twenty two minutes after nine on News Talk five fifty KTSA. I'm Sean, I hate everything. How are you? It's Monday. You know, and just when you think things can't get any worse. And we'll take your calls depending on, you know, what you want to talk about. 210 599 5555. You know, these are the end times, I think. Um, there, there's a gay transgendered guy that's going to be on the cover of Playboy magazine. Don Morgan, they're putting a dude on the cover of Playboy magazine. Did I get you to bad time? No. There's a dude. I got nothing against gay people. I got nothing, right. got nothing against transgendered people. Right. But it's nothing sacred. (laughs) Bretman Rock is a 23-year-old male social media influencer. And Playboy tweeted, It's Bretman, B-word. And I saw the cover. He's a skinny dude in a bustier. You can see his nipples. And he's wearing fishnets. And Hugh Hefner somewhere is rolling over in his grave. Hugh Hefner is somewhere out there in the cosmos going, w- w- what? Right. <laughs> and
4: somewhere else, Tim Curry is going, ah, I've been there, done that. That's excellent. <laughs> oh, Rocky. Oh, Rocky.
2: <laughs> I just, can't. does everything have to be gay now? Does everything, even Playboy's got to be gay? I don't want to see a dude with a staple in his stomach. Only some of you will understand that. Back when centerfolds meant everything. Is anybody even read that crap anymore? Is anybody even Chris you ever anybody ever even read Playboy anymore?
0: Yes, read it all the time.
2: Right, right. I hate everything, man. Just saying. Here's, here's Richard. Richard, how are you? Hey, it's Monday, Sean. You know how that goes. They're putting a gay dude on the cover of Playboy.
1: Oh boy. Hey, uh, I I I'm calling in. My mind is still twisted, and I'm trying to untwist it. <laughs> Okay. This country, I took a road trip sixty miles to go to a turkey shoot that I had. This one I hadn't been to in eighteen months because they hadn't had one. Right. And in those sixty back road miles, you know, country driving, the country is is is, un it's changed. It's, it, uh, it, pastures that used to be maintained, you know, pretty shredded. You know, the weeds down, cows roaming, all that. They're they're just left fallow. There there's no cows. Nobody's maintaining them, in a showplace ranch. I mean I'm not going to say the name of it. I right. don't know the people. But you know with the so everything looks the crummy. Front yard, the front yard to the house is like 80 acres. You know between the highway right. and the house, maintained immaculately for the last 12 15 years. The gateway is like a. You know, uh, it, it was like a desert garden there. It's all dead. I'm sure the freeze killed it. It's almost kind of like
2: metaphorical of what's going on in the country right now. I think uh, we're just going through a very dark time right now. And uh, nobody,
1: you know, and, and what, what's the why is nobody maintaining it like they used to? My only conclusion I can come to, and I don't know these people, the old people died and all of this land is in uh in an estate process or something. Well, I mean,
2: I don't want to get, right get too now. deep into this because I, I, you know, the general audience can't really kind of connect. I appreciate the call, but I mean, I, I think there there is kind of a malaise going on right now. Maybe that's illustrative of that malaise because these are, look, I, I deal with it myself, man. These, these are sad and strange times in which we live. You know, and uh, uh, I again we 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 have so many different things going on and on so many different levels that you know it's it's it it can be at times difficult to perk yourself up there you know and feel good about stuff you know and and i and i still try to maintain hope cuz i you know the, the country is on a bad track and the country is on a bad track i think by intention by whomever is actually running things i think the border being open and and, and you believe this too you a lot most of you who are listening agree with me the, the 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 border uh being open the way it has been and uh, we really don't have a border i mean greg abbott's doing everything he can here in texas uh, again I, I mentioned this earlier he's gonna be sending 2500 national guardsmen down there trying to put up a wall some fencing <laughs> You know, stem the tide of this thing because we got a massive caravan heading our way on top of the last caravan we had coming our way. And people, plus in general, are just coming over the border continuously. I think that was intentional. I think they want to change the political dynamic of this country by either just handing these people voting rights or fast-tracking them into citizenship or what have you. Amnesty however you want to do it. Uh Also, it jacks up the COVID numbers uh in some of the swing states like Florida and Texas, right? This infrastructure bill would not do a whole hell of a lot for the infrastructure, but it will change in many ways the structure of how our government operates and what it can control and what it can't control. And most of it, it will be able to control, like the banking system. They want to federalize voter, you know, voter laws, voter integrity, or or, uh, elections in this country, and take it away from the states, so that they can mail out ballots and again give illegals the right to vote. And uh, you and I wouldn't have anything to say about it here in Texas, or Greg Abbott, or anybody else, or in Florida. I don't know if they're going to be successful, but they're going to try. I think that's intentional. You know, I think a lot of this stuff is intentional to really, frankly, destabilize this country. Again, you've got to crash the old system system and the old institutions into a brick wall. You have to do it, in a sense, subtly, but they also know they only have this window of opportunity. Talking about the next few election cycles and just the period of time in which we're in. So they're going for it. I maintain hope, and I, I said this on Warren Rima, in that other, different than Cuba, different than Venezuela, different than the Soviet, your Russia prior to the Soviet Revolution, America, the United States of America, is unlike any other nation on planet Earth that has ever existed. And I take hope when I, it's frankly, when I hear people chanting, blank Joe Biden, I think there's enough, I think There's there's a lot of people in this country who are not going to go quietly into a fascist takeover of this nation. And it sounds crazy to say that gives me hope, but it does. Again, we're unlike any other nation that has ever existed on planet Earth. And as such, I think we survived this. But is it going to be a bumpy road? Yeah. It already is. What do you think? 21059955552105995555. We'll take a break It's Sean Ryman on NewsTalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 940 on a, on a, on a Monday. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open 210 599 5555. Um, wow. Well, let's talk about Facebook and social media for a few minutes here. I didn't see it. I 60 Minutes last night featured an interview with Francis Haugen. Uh, if you remember a few weeks ago, uh, there was this report that came out, I believe, in The Guardian. And then was picked up by American media uh, that there was internal research from inside Facebook. Somebody leaked this. There was there was internal research inside Facebook, which owns Instagram, that social media, well, Instagram itself specifically, is very very unhealthy for teenage girls. It's unhealthy for everybody. But it's very, it's quite unhealthy for teenage girls in regards to uh, body image and uh, a lot of things that young women have to deal with at that age. And that it causes depression and in some cases suicide. It, it's bad stuff. And that Facebook, despite having this research, which, which they themselves conducted, decided to continue to market Instagram to, to teenagers and to young people and this that was kind of the the lid that was blown off this big uh, this big story in the guardian and so frances Haugen, it turns out who uh worked for facebook uh it actually was the wall street journal uh uh picked up by the guardian and, and other papers um they had her on 60 minutes last night and so she's you know she's talking more about what she knows about Facebook and Instagram and social media, well, Facebook specifically. And she said last night, this, the version of Facebook that exists today is tearing our societies apart and causing ethnic violence around the world. She says the company places profit above the good of the public or good uh, above the good for the public. Uh, uh there were quote there were conflicts of interest between what was good for the public and what was good for Facebook and Facebook over and over again chose to optimize for its own interests like making more money this is what she alleges uh and uh many of these reports the wall street journal uh, because she brought them to him uh, to them uh, published these reports and there's a couple different things going on it's kind of scary First off, Facebook apparently makes more money when people are engaged in anger, when they're angry, when they're, when they're arguing back and forth. Uh, they're, they're more engaged. Because basically Facebook makes money the longer you're on. The longer I'm on Facebook and I'm clicking on stuff, that's what they sell. They sell your attention span. They sell mine. And apparently when people are in conflict, when people are angry, they stay on Facebook longer. And so Facebook, in the algorithm, uh, every now and again tosses something in purposefully, in a sense, to piss people off. So they'll stay on longer, despite that being very unhealthy. Uh, quote, this is this Haugen woman. Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site. They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. Facebook, over again, over and over again, has shown it chooses profit over safety. Uh, she's a data scientist with a computer engineering degree and a Harvard MBA. And when she worked for Facebook, she learned all this stuff. And so Trey and I were talking about it and, you know, Facebook, and we, I think we're all kind of waking up to this, uh, was designed to, to act like a drug and that it fires off your pleasure centers. It gets the dopamine rushing. So you want to stay on longer. You want to chase that buzz. But like any drug overall, it's just kind of masking all the bad stuff it's doing to you and doing to me. And we were talking, you know, and Trey is very actively, and I've noticed this, and I'm I'm going to try to do it again, uh, you know, is trying to stay off Facebook as much as possible. Unless it's something that directly deals with the job or every now and again posting something, he told me that he's trying to stay off of it. And, you know, I scroll through it the entire time I'm on the air. And I'm scrolling a lot during the day. And what I... The thought popped into my head. Two thoughts popped into my head, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. It's weird that it's hard to stop. It's weird that it, you have to really, really focus to not just mindlessly stare at Facebook. Secondly, I do believe it is a drug, and we're all junkies hooked into it. But what's weird is the drug is the junkie, and the junkie is the drug. Does that make sense? We are the buzz. Only the buzz is masking, in a sense, a lot of harmful emotional and intellectual stuff that social media, daily social media use really does to us. It's really harming us. It's a bad part of town, man. When we talk about destabilization, social media in and of itself was presented as something that was going to bring people closer together, and it really isn't doing that. It's really harming us more as individuals, and yet I'm scrolling on it right now. I don't know how we turn the tide on this thing. It's so weird. And again, you have to remember that the people, the architects of social media, okay, the Sean Parkers, the the uh, Zuckerbergs, these guys, okay, they you understand that they don't let their own kids and their own families on it, and they themselves don't use it. That should tell us all we need to know right there. Everything's a selfie, man. It's getting scary. What do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550, KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Rima. Blank Joe Biden. Blank Joe Biden. Blank Joe Biden. You know, this is, uh, this is I, I do this on Wearing Rima, and I, I, I do it every now and again here where, you know, every day there are different holidays, right? They're made up freaking jive holidays that, you know, some of them are cool and some of them sound stupid. So we do this like a funny little thing to do, right, Chris? Just being funny. And uh, there's there's a couple of interesting ones today. It's Improve Your Office Day. Improve Your Office Day. So I told Don and Chris I was going to start wearing deodorant. Well, I I ran out of I, my deodorant stick is is out. It's and I got to go get some, and I'm lazy, and so I just haven't picked any up. It's like the sock thing from a few days ago. So I use my wife's secret today because it's strong enough for a man, Mister Man. So I'm still wearing deodorant, you know. It's Saint Fra- Francis of Assisi Day. It's Dick <coughs> Tracy Day. Uh, so celebrate Dick Tracy. And some of you probably don't know who the hell that was. It was a comic book detective with a little TV screen on his watch, which is kind of silly these days. It's National Vodka Day. So all you chronic alcoholics out there, drink up. You hear me, Nancy Pelosi? But it's also National Taco Day. It's National Taco Day. And I love me some tacos, even though i I, I got to kind of watch how many tacos I eat because of the sodium levels. And i gotta I got to kind of watch what kind of tacos I can eat. So if you want to call up and tell me where your favorite taco where Where do you go for tacos? Where, what's your favorite taco place? I go to Jalisco's down the street in my neighborhood, this little taco stand. Now, see, these days though, because of my condition, I can only eat crispy tacos. So, and I can't eat flour tortillas anymore. The Lord done took it away from me. So all I can, all I can eat, I gotta eat crispy tacos. So I I go to, I like, uh, the crispy tacos at Jalisco's. Actually, Taco Cabana's crispy tacos aren't bad. So, if you have a uh, if you have a a favorite taco place on National Taco Day, we'll leave that open for the rest of the show. Give us a call. Let's talk to Ted. Ted, how are you?
1: Hey, good morning, Sean. I, I just wanted to give you a life pro tip, or maybe you already know this. I mean, are you sure that the deodorant was empty? Like, was it just the top part that was empty, or did you go ahead and disassemble it and scrape out the? The leftover in the bottom and smear it off. I didn't
2: know there was leftover in the bottom. No, I just, when I start hitting plastic, when I start hitting plastic, I figure it's done.
1: No. There's at least-
2: There's more liter- in the, in the deodorant stick? Yes. Are you serious?
1: Take the, take the little platform out and stick your finger in there and, and scoop some up and smear it
2: off. Chris, does that sound right to you? He doesn't know. We don't know.
1: Man, you've never lived on the. Street. There's probably a, right. a little bit left. Well,
2: yeah, maybe a so little bit there around the stick. Yeah. Inside there. Residue. A Little Three residue. The scrapings. The scrapings. Yeah. The deodorant yeah. scrapings. <laughs>
1: armpit
2: dandruff. <laughs> armpit dandruff. What are you talking about? I don't got no armpit dandruff. All right, I gotta go. Um, man. No, I've never. I've never. I've never removed the little deodorant thingy when it hits the plastic and looked inside to see if there was more residue deodorant in the bottom of the container. Well, because there's that little plastic thing that pushes it up the whole time. Right.
1: And there are holes in it. Right. And those holes get filled with the liquid deodorant
2: before it hardens, so you can... Yeah, I've just never it's... suffered from deodorant insecurity, so I, I, you know, I, I, didn't, Not... I just go and buy another... It's obvious. Hey, now, I use Secret... This morning, and I made sure to pull the little hairs off so my wife wouldn't know, even though here I am on the radio telling the whole world that I use my wife's deodorant, my wife's secret today. I'm just saying I've never been that hard up for deodorant that I would look within.
1: I believe it. Oh, God.
2: Hey, buddy, I'm taking a shower every other day now. Okay. I do that for you people. I'm just saying.
1: I think it's because of you that I now shower twice a day.
2: You don't have to disengage this freaking life vest harness that I have to wear 24 hours a day to get into the shower so I don't electrocute myself. It's a process, baby. Strong enough for a man. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Are
3: you a doctor or a medical doctor? I've worked uh, over 30 Um, years on health policy. you're, You're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people, and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over 100 million Americans who have survived COVID we have no right to
2: determine our own medical care. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, Rand, you the man, you badass. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. That is a badass little inter- uh, exchange, do I want to talk about that. It's the Sean Show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. That's Rand Paul uh, talking to your health uh, secretary of health and human services, Xavier Becerra. I think is how you pronounce it. He's uh, pushing uh, these vaccines, uh, and uh, he's uh, he was quoted at the uh, Foundation for Healthy for a Healthy Kentucky saying that because some flat earthers, especially those in places of influence, choose to peddle fiction, we're losing more of our loved ones and he's insinuating that if you're not getting vac- vaccinated you're a flat earther and rand paul first asks him you know are you a do you have a science degree are you a doctor he's like no he, he's a he's a lawyer he has no medical expertise whatsoever and rand paul is a doctor rand paul does have a medical degree and he's talking about uh, you know your immunity if you get the covids and you get over it you have the antibodies to fight it which in many according to rand paul and other folks are are much more effective at fighting covid than the freaking vaccine but you know if you're anti if you don't want to get the vaccine you're a flat freaking earther you know it's just it's it's crazy and then fauci yesterday on face the nation which i haven't watched in decades uh he's on with margaret brennan who uh is uh, the anchor on face the nation again i i many of the sunday shows i have not watched in a long time because they're pointless and uh she asks him about, you know, we're coming up in the holiday months, uh, it, it, we can gather for Christmas, or is it just too soon to tell? Which is a leading, she's just walking down the hall towards Fauci, opening it up for him to say, what she already knows he's going to say. It's just too soon to tell. We have to concentrate on continuing to get those numbers down and not try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Dr. Fauci, who has been proven to be full of crap on a number of occasions, who lied about gain-of-function uh, funding uh, through EcoHealth to the Wuhan lab, who's lied and changed he keeps moving the goalposts, the goalposts. Last year, he, at this time, he was saying, uh, you know, hopefully by next year Christmas will be fine. In fact, last year, this is the exact quote, it's highly likely that with vaccines being distributed that we will be back to normal by next Christmas. Well, nope, it's not true well, according to him and uh you know i I don't know where you are uh with the covid thing uh you know i'm i i i go to walmart i go to h e b and I still see folks who most people i see a lot of people wearing masks i some people not choosing not to wear masks if I'm not required to wear a mask, I don't wear one to be honest with you at this point. The only place that I really go is when I go to my mom's place. It's an assisted living place, so i got to wear a mask when I go in there. And any kind of medical crap, you know, when I go to the cardio rehab later today, i got to wear a mask. But I'm required to. I don't have much of a choice. I have to go see my mom, and I have to go do the medical stuff. But if it's just a suggestion or a request, any other place I go, I don't wear it. You know, life has got me so freaking stressed out right now that I, I'm I'm kind of done thinking about COVID on a regular basis. It's not front and center for me anymore. You know, it really, really isn't. We don't really go to restaurants that often. We don't really, you know, we still kind of get stuff delivered or we go pick it up. So we're being conscious of it. But I, I, I am so burnt out on this stuff. And you you see increasingly where people who have already been vaccinated come down with COVID. So I'm kind of still in. I don't. Who knows? Uh, you know, the who knows column. I don't know. I'll be seeing my doctor in a couple of weeks. I'll ask him about the booster. Should I get the booster? Should I, not? I? I just know that there's a whole lot of people who are losing their jobs because they're refusing to get vaccinated, and a fair amount of them are also medical professionals. Okay, when you got to call in the National Guard, all right, in New York, to make up for all the medical people that you had to fire. Because they refuse to get vaccinated, okay. There's something amiss. <laughs> there's something up here, all right. Something ain't right. Okay, okay. So we don't. I don't think we're getting the full story on this stuff. And I really just don't know exactly what to think about it anymore at this point. Uh, uh Christmas. Well, you know, it'll just be the family unit for Christmas anyway. So it's not like something I got to worry about, but. I do think there is some aspect of politics and some aspect of fear-mongering involved in the COVID thing because uh, Biden says that until 90% of the people are vaccinated, vaccinated okay, we're not going to be going back to anything resembling normal. Not that I take anything Joe Biden says as being valid because I don't because I think he's absolutely full of crap too. When he's even aware of what room he's in. So where are you on the COVID? You can call me up two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five and let me know uh, uh, what's your what's your where you are with the COVID. I I still see people in their cars with a mask on. Saw a dude yesterday when I was rolling around in his car by himself with a mask on. You know that stuff still slays me, man. That's still like, come on, dude. What are you gonna give it to yourself, man? You gonna give it to yourself? But uh it's one of those things again where it's been it's been stinkied up. I just said stinkied up. Chris, it's been stunk up by politics. I think I still maintain they used the COVID last year to cheat a presidential election. I absolutely believe that. And I think they are concerned about using the COVID once again to do, do the same damn thing over the next couple of elections. Okay. Answer me this. The National Guard, who are going to be sitting in for the people, the medical people in New York, uh, for, who are fired for not being vaccinated, they don't have to be vaccinated, vaccinated until next year. which kind of undermines the entire, this whole quote-unquote scientific argument for this stuff. The people who are going to be standing in for the nurses and the medical folks who got fired because they didn't get vaccinated themselves don't have to be vaccinated. Vaccinated. How does that work? We routinely see people who are amongst the sophisticated, the elites, whether you're talking about a bunch of rich pukes at an award ceremony or a bunch of rich pukes uh, at Obama's wedding or what have you, the the gala at the Met a few weeks ago, and they're not masked; They're not wearing masks. What do they know that we don't? What do they know that we don't? So I don't know who to believe. What do you believe? What do you think? Two, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, not a flat earther. I got the damn vaccine. I ain't getting the booster until somebody tells me I got to get the booster. If my doctor says I got to get the booster, I'll get the booster. But I'm not anti-vax. I just I I think we're being I think there's a a fair amount of bullcrap involved in what's going on right now. Here's Stan. Stan, how you doing?
1: Hey, good morning. How you doing?
2: Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking?
1: But there you go. Well, I was just I I was just brainstorming here, and I'm. You know, you hear about people losing their jobs
2: for not uh, getting vaccinated. How come we never hear about people losing their welfare benefits or their unemployment benefits by not getting vaccinated? Well, you know, why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, why do you uh, think? Biden, well, because, you know, we don't want those people to be upset. We want them to vote Democrat.
1: <laughs> also,
2: Biden, Biden says he wins 98%. Well, why don't they hand out uh, voter ID cards when people come in to get Vaccinated? When we have ninety-eight percent of the population, <laughs> I don't know. I think something's amiss. I think there's something rotten in Denmark, man. Except it's <laughs> no here. Problem. Something rotten in the inside the Beltway, man. I appreciate the call. It, it just it stinks. It all smells, man. It all smells badly. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Mark. Mark, how you doing?
1: Hello. Hey, how are you, Sean?
2: Not too bad for a Monday.
1: All right.
3: Well, you know, I've been thinking about the vaccine for a long time. And my first thought was, you know, uh, I really don't trust what the government is telling me. It seems like everything they say is a lie. And Biden has proved that time and time again. So basically, in the year that I've been thinking about the vaccine, I've become more and more opposed to it just because of all the lies that fly around about everything. Really. Right. And I'm going to guess the vaccine is full of lies, too, but, you know, who knows, you know? Well, it's, I it's mean, it's science, but who really knows?
2: The thing is, and that's why this flat earther crap is really insulting, okay? You're not an unreasonable person if you question the validity of the vaccine, given the shifting information and the bull crap that's been revealed about the vaccine and the people supporting the vaccine, okay? They're trying to make it out like people who don't want the vaccine are all weirdos and conspiracy nuts, and it's simply not true. Okay. Why aren't they requiring the people coming over the border to be vaccinated when we know twenty percent of them have it?
3: Right. I mean and, and it just boils down to credibility. Our government has lost credibility on this issue and so many more, and uh you know, that's really the final word for me. I will never yep. get
1: vaccinated.
2: Yeah, it's so, it's, so it's I don't blame you. All right. I appreciate the call, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You want to give me a call? Uh and let me know what's going on with you.
1: Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com.
2: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA hanging out with Rudy Jane from ESPN. Yes, sir. The morning show with Rob Thompson. You guys go on from 7 to 10,
0: Monday through Friday. How are you? Lovely, man. Lovely. Great. Mon- Mondays, are g- Mondays are different for us because it's like all the games happened. So mon- right. On you know Sunday. What I mean? right? Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday college. Well, Friday high school, Saturday college, Sunday pro. So right. Mondays are like. Right. You got You know what to, mean? It's like, to go it's through. It's so much. Wednesday kind of stalls in. Thursday, Friday picks back up. Yeah. Chris Rudy
2: was asking me, you know, what are we, what were we talking about this morning? It's like, uh, <laughs> COVID, the border, the bo- border, COVID, the economy, the economy, COVID, the border, the border, the COVID, you know, same crap over and over again. But so um, what does
0: Trey do with all that research? He, 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 I heard he does like a he Bible does. of
2: research every day. He comes on because he gets here at midnight, and he re- he, he works <laughs> on prepping the show all night. The old joke is that he, he, he sleeps 19 minutes a day and does show prep the rest of the time, whereas I do 19 minutes of show prep and sleep the rest of the time. Yeah, so too. we kind of fit together like a little jigsaw puzzle there.
0: I know my brain. <laughs> yeah, I know my brain. I can't do that much prep, because I already know, like, if I do all that prep, like, my brain, the way it works, once I start talking, it goes a million places, so I never get to the prep anyway. I, you know, since
2: doing the mornings, I kind of split it up, so I do a little bit the night before, I kind of figure out what what I want to talk about, you know, and then... The morning of, I stuff it all into my brain, right. so when I go on the air, it's fresh. Yeah, and that's kind of how I balance that crap. Yeah. Um, well, you know, this, being on ESPN, I wanted to ask you about this because this up? is the interesting. This weightlifter in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, who is has been late, Laurel Hu- Laurel Hubbard? I almost said Laurel Hardy. <laughs> Laurel Hubbard was uh, now been voted in New New Zealand. As the sportswoman of the year. He's a weightlifter. She's a weightlifter. Okay. She was in, uh, in Tokyo for the Olympics. Okay. Tanked out in Tokyo. Didn't make it. Okay. Uh, but still has been voted the sportswoman of the year. There's only one thing, Rudy. She's a dude. Really? It's a transgender dude. Really? So, you know, he identifies as a woman, but he's a man, baby. How do you feel? About, how do you feel about like
0: dudes competing in female sports? You, you, you I think of, it's unfair. Yeah, I think it's unfair. I mean, because at the end of the day, we we're stronger, we're bigger, stronger, faster, right. just by genetics, right? Yeah. So I've always kind of felt like that was that was not right, kind of unfair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm talking about regular life, whatever. But when we're talking about competing, when a man competing against women, but hell, you said she lost, right?
2: Lost in Tokyo, so I'm not really so sure she, why. I guess, I guess maybe gotta, maybe
0: it's not that uh, much, especially when it's weightlifting. That really seems unfair. It does, right? You know, it really, really yeah. does. Doubly unfair when you
2: freaking lose and you still get Sportswoman of the Year, and you're a dude.
0: I'm <laughs> so confused. You know what?
2: I didn't even hear this story. I didn't oh. even
0: I didn't even hear about that. That's uh, who's who voted her it was, sportswoman uh, of the Year? It's
2: uh, University of Otago. It's something they do every year in New Zealand
0: and she didn't even win a gold or anything no i guess he was, out?
2: he was she shim she she, shim. she. <laughs> it <Yeah. laughs> you know and i got nothing against trans people no, no, i got nothing no, against gay people i neither. just think in sports you're now feminists are now in the position where you have to argue the rights of men over women right. in female sports yeah that's absurd
0: yeah 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 if i mean me having three daughters i don't you know i would if she was to do powerlifting, I don't want her lifting against men. Right, you know, because all that
2: work, she's that's working not, hard. Yeah, yeah, that
0: seems totally unfair. Let me ask you one more thing, and then let you I, go. I can't believe the Olympics. Yeah, that's do, do crazy. You, What's do, up? Do you love or hate squirrels? <laughs> I have a love hate <laughs> relationship with squirrels because, like, they run across the street at the most u- unopportune time. <laughs> right, right, right. But at the same time, I like just watching them while wow. I
2: find fat well I bring it up because in Oklahoma us they people were in their this couple was in their home and they had one of those doorbells where you have the little video camera on it yeah 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 the ring and the freaking squirrel they heard the doorbell ring they look out there's nobody there then they look at the video footage the freaking squirrel rang the doorbell really I love squirrels I find them fascinating they're
0: they're I'm a different. simple man <laughs> they're different and they they do it. They they do and go where they want.
2: Yes, they do. I'm jealous of that. I am too. Rudy J, ESPN, My uh, man. Monday through Friday on the morning show with Rob Thompson, seven to ten. It's always a pleasure to have you come on by and visit with us, man.
0: Hey, man, love being here. <laughs> Y'all take it easy. All right, man. See, we'll you, see you later, mark. man. I'm gonna listen to the CD tonight. Oh,
2: I got yeah. yeah. I gave him a music mix. Yeah. I'll talk about that when I get there back. That's go. a funny little story. Thank you, Rudy. Right, Two one zero. I gave Chris a music mix too. I gave Chris a music mix. 210-599-5555, we'll take a break. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean, it's Monday, it's lighting the load here a little bit. From the COVID and the economy and the border and everything's sucking. Well, first off, I mentioned a music mix, like, you know, I, I'm such a nerd, Chris is nodding his head. All my life I've been making mixtapes for people. Back in the day we made mixtapes. Right? You put it on a cassette. We used to call them cassettes, all right? And then the era of CDs came along and that's where Sean stopped. I just kind of stopped at the CD evolution. And I never moved on. So I burn people CDs. I I make mixes and I, and I like to share my mixes with people. And I know that you know I could do a download, you know, or an upload, and it would be a lot easier for people. In fact, I, I I messaged a guy last night that I'm sending a copy to. And I said, Hey, man, I got this cool music mix. Would you like a copy? He's like, Yeah, sure. So he sends me his phone number. Chris, would you be embarrassed? And I had to say, And Don, I said, No, no, I, I, I still burn them on CDs, man. So you got to give me your mailing address. And people, like, this is awesome. well, I do. I like the cd format i just like it's a thing that you can hand people Mm -hmm. all right and and don morgan has one i I gave chris glasgow one right and i'm just that guy i'm just a nerdy guy i just give them away it's a you know every christmas i do a christmas mix but i refuse to evolve into uploading and downloading because it's just not natural and you can't it's it's against god You, you really you need a cd in your hand i want to hand somebody a cd
4: so I have one that you handed to me earlier.
2: It's perfect right. It's a perfect mix
4: uh, you gave one you gave one to me probably three weeks ago.
2: That was so, an imperfect version right. Although you like that CD it was an imperfect version. this one's perfect right I don't have OCD or anything but it's perfect and it's a per it's 20 cuts Chris because it's 20 it can't be 21 cuts. It can't be 19 cuts. It's, it's got to be 20 cuts and it's perfect and I hope you enjoy it. Okay. So I'm trying to
4: remember some of the stuff that was on the last one.
2: There's some weird crap on there. Yeah. You remember Dred Zeppelin from the 80s? I do. (laughs) I love (laughs) Dred Zeppelin. Chris, you know who Dred Zeppelin is? They came out in the late 80s, and they were this crazy band that did, they just do Led Zeppelin covers, but they do them in reggae style. Yeah. And the lead singer sings like he's an Elvis impersonator. (laughs) it's It's just the weirdest crap it was bizarre, but I love them, but and musically they're incredible. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be really good to be able to do that kind of weird crap, right? so there's some of that on there, there's some flight of the Concords on there <laughs> so
4: now see the last time you you the last one, I have a CD player in my truck, so I put it I'm driving home the day you give it to me, and I put it in and I hear this acoustic guitar, mm. and it's playing this riff. I'm like, man, I know what that is. So I go back and start it over again, <laughs> and I'm like, "Is that Guns and Roses? Is-
2: it was a mariachi version <laughs> a sweet of Sweet of Child of mine. of mine,
4: and I loved
2: it. <laughs> My daughter hates it, but there's I a, thought it was great. There's a band I think they're a local called uh, Metalachi. I think is what they're called, and right. they do mariachi versions. Oh of, man, that of, was- of of rock, of hard rock songs.
4: That was the... I probably listened to that song three times.
2: Ah, well, you can keep the old version. This is what a nerd I am. I get in here and I hand down the new version. I'm like, now make sure you break the other version. You have to destroy it. So no copies exist. And then he said, I like that mariachi song at the beginning. So I'm like, okay, you don't have to destroy it. <laughs> it also, there are also squirrels are in the news today. Because in Oklahoma, we have a couple, I was telling Rudy J this, who are in their home. And they hear the doorbell ring and they go look out the keyhole there or the pee hole. pee hole. <laughs> the pee hole. <laughs> no, they didn't look out through well, that. Well, all know. how painful that's Well, I pain. gotta go. That's why I can The peehole. hole.
1: The peep Never
2: mind. That'd be kind of hard to look through. <laughs> Well, you know, unless you're a, <laughs> you're a urologist, you're a urologist. You're laughing Just your ass, ass off, you right off right now. Like I do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Right. I paid the, a lot the, of money the, for that. The, the people. people. And there's nobody there, and they look at the footage, and it was a squirrel. The squirrel rang the doorbell, but it's been kind of lost in the <laughs> what? You're in a different state of mind.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> you're a real whiz with the puns. You know that, right? <laughs> We're streaming live on uh, (laughs) KTSA.com.
4: Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Oh, never mind the freaking squirrels, man. man. Just let it flow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chris, number one, okay, (laughs) when you say things like that, it's really funny. Right. All right. Well, there you go. Two one zero five. That show's over. Let's go home. <laughs> hole. So sweet. <sorry. laughs> I meant to say peephole. <laughs> you know I did. I didn't, no, you I didn't. Pee-hole. Well, of no, course I, was, I did. You no, know you didn't. The hell would I say peephole when I'm talking about a squirrel ringing the doorbell? You, you, you just
4: said it because you thought it was fun. No,
2: I didn't. It really was a Freudian slip because I've been crossing my l- I, I I'm one of those people, and this is a behind-the-scenes radio thing. Mm-hmm. I think Edward Murrow was famous for this. In that when you have to go, for some reason you you don't go and you miss the opportunity to go because I have to go to a commercial break. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to go for a couple of breaks now. Right. And I'm just saying I think it was in my mind, and that's what happened. It was a Freudian (laughs) slip. (laughs) <laughs> I meant to say peephole. hole, but you said. But why would I say that in regards to a squirrel ringing your doorbell? I don't know. The whole the whole thing is. I'm just thinking in my head. God, I really going to pee. You know, and it just sort kind of came out that way. The whole situation's bizarre. Oh God. Okay. Two one zero. So when you're looking at your pee hole, it might be a squirrel ringing your doorbell. There you go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Little boogers. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five how come you never see a squirrel pee? All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Have you? Well they just do it so quick. I guess. two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five.
3: It's like crop dusting.
2: Ah, it's a little humid today. I just felt a few drops of rain.
1: Oh god. All right. Um
2: what the hell kind of show is this? It's got Squirrel your, dusters, It's got yeah. your name on it. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on half the time. San Antonio's News Traffic and Weather Station News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hey, man, we got a couple weeks left. We're doing the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon online because we're, again, this year because of the COVID, doing delivery. And we need your help to get all the turkeys and the mashed potatoes and all the stuff we need to feed feed some folks on Thanksgiving uh, this year in San Antonio. Last year, you helped to feed about 10,000 folks, and we'd like to do even better this year. So give what you can at KTSA.com, KTSA.com, brought to you by Quartermoon Plumbing, Eaton, AC, Wagner Hollow Custom Homes, North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and Conviva Care Centers, KTSA.com. The president is speaking right now. Uh, obviously, they're having uh, problems with uh, a couple of uh, uh, Democrats on uh, this infrastructure bill. I don't know. Can we dip into it in just for a minute? Do you have it? We don't, I don't know. I know it's kind of springing it on you.
3: And irresponsibility knows the absolutely no bounds, <clears throat> excuse me, especially as we're <laughs> clawing our way out of this pandemic. Democrats will meet our responsibility and obligation to this country. We're not expecting Republicans to do their part. They made it clear from the beginning. We tried asking to no avail. We're just asking them not to use procedural tricks to block us from doing the job that they won't do. (laughs) Meteor is headed headed to crash into our economy. Democrats are willing to do all the work stopping it. Republicans just have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. You don't want to help save the country. Get out of the way so you don't destroy it. Oh, we don't have time to delay with elaborate procedural schemes, which Republicans proposals require scores of votes without any certainty at all. Many of which have nothing to do with the debt limit at all. And that's when accidents happen. The days <laughs> ahead, even before the default date, people may see the value of their retirement accounts shrink. They may say interest rates go up, which will ultimately raise their mortgage payments and car payments. And the American people, look, I just say it this. Way. <laughs> as soon as this week, your savings and your pocket, your uh, pocketbook could be directly impacted by this Republican stunt. It's as simple as that. Republicans say they will not do their part to avoid this needless calamity. So be it. But they need to stop playing Russian roulette with the U.S. economy.
2: Russian roulette.
3: It's one thing to pay our debts already acquired. It's another to require a supermajority to pay the debts already acquired. It's not right. Let the Democrats vote to raise the debt ceiling this week without obstruction or further delays. Democrats in the House have already passed a bill that would do that. It's sitting in the United States Senate where Democrats have the votes ready to pass it. That's the only way to eliminate the uncertainty and risk that's going to harm American families and our economy. Huh. Let us vote and end the mess. You know, we must get mess. this done. We must get this done. It is, like, as I said, playing Russian roulette. Yeah,
2: yeah, He lost my place. He
3: lost my place. we do it this week. Just get out of the way and let us pass
2: it. He lost his place. Thank you.
1: Mr. President, Mr. President, Senator Mitch McConnell says he has sent a letter to you explaining his view. Have you seen that letter? Have you communicated with him? And have... And how dire do you believe this is if action doesn't take place in the next few days?
3: First of all, I did get a letter. I got it 10 minutes before I walked in here. I've read it. I uh, plan on talking to Mitch about it. He and I have uh, been down this road once before back when I was vice president, and I hope we can have some intelligent and honest conversation about what he's proposing. And uh, I think the easiest way to do this, and if the Republicans would not use the filibuster, yeah. would be yeah, to a, let yeah, that's
2: us That's that guy. Did you catch that? He lost his place. He started repeating. He had, to, he had to go back and repeat several lines to get back to where he was supposed to be. And what's with the coughing, man? Have you noticed the President is coughing a lot more? yeah, <coughs> yeah is he good to go, Vince? <sighs> So the only way to avoid economic catastrophe with the government running out of money is for the government just to say they can owe more money. <laughs> We're going to raise the... Don't you wish you had a debt ceiling? I wish I had a debt ceiling. <laughs> that I could just, you know, raise whenever I wanted it to be raised. You know what I mean, Chris? Wouldn't you like that? It's okay. I could owe even more money. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, That's basically what they're saying. Of course, I don't have the ability to print up my own money, so there's the problem, see? It's okay, we can owe more money because we're just going to print more money. It's all good. These evil Republicans are standing in the way. (laughs) Have you toads ever thought about coming in on budget? Have you ever thought about spending less? Instead of having to raise the debt limit? Maybe work within your stinking budget that you pass every year? What a freaking clown. I hate everything. And all I wanted to do was talk about squirrels, man. So all I wanted to do was talk about squirrels. Uh, actually, I find, squ- I do, there, again, I, I mentioned a story out of Oklahoma. Only in Oklahoma can the squirrels actually ring your damn doorbell, you know? And actually, uh, uh Trey actually told a story earlier in line with that, that, uh, he, they had a squirrel, I guess the other night, knocking on their back door. Because they usually put bird seed out there and they didn't, and the squirrel was hungry. My old man, and today is the fifth year anniversary of his passing, he was fascinated by squirrels. Uh, to the extent that my old man on we had a, in my mom's old place, he had a bunch of trees out in the front yard. My dad would sit there at a the kitchen table which faced the front yard, and he would sit and play solitaire and he would drink his coffee and he would watch the squirrels. And he had actually strung some wires or some strings. Through the trees that the squirrels could walk on and hop on and swing from. And he put one of these squirrel wheels out there. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's, it's amazing. It's just a long stick that you put on a wheel and bolt to a tree. And on one end of the stick, there's this sharp spike that you could shove a corn cob on. And the freaking squirrels jump on the stick to eat the corn, and then they spin around, man. And uh, my old man would sit and watch the squirrels. That was, like, better than TV for him. He would just sit and watch the damn squirrels do the little trapeze thing and the wires he'd strung through the trees and spin on the squirrel wheel, man. Chris, in my next life, I want to come back as a squirrel, just in a place where there ain't no predators. That's all, you know?
1: He'll be the only squirrel with diverticulitis.
2: Diverticulitis. No, I can't have any nuts. I gotta stick with the grass. I'm sorry. Sucks to be me. Anyway, that's the show. <laughs> that's all that's all we got time for. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin's coming up next. If you want to email me and tell me I suck, it's Sean at KTSA.com. Sean at KTSA dot com and uh, uh beyond that, uh what else? We'll talk some more tomorrow about COVID, about the economy, about the border, about the communist takeover of our nation. So, uh, be cool. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, Rudy J from ESPN, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.